live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wild Wisdom, episode three. I just like saying that. <laughs> I'm just a nerd. <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Amy Grenat. I'm Dr. Deb. And we are so thrilled to have you with us today on our next show. And, you know, I just don't even know where to go from the last show. <laughs> I know. It was we're a still, fun one. We're still reveling in it. <laughs> yeah. It goes from insurance to stovetop. Yeah. You know? So definitely but go listen to episode two because one. it was a really fun, it was really good information, yes. but we had a lot of fun in it. So, <laughs> so just go find out why you, you shouldn't be stovetop. Right. To exactly. Yeah, that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> so today we're taking a completely different direction. Yes. Well, kind of, sort of, because yes. I mean, when you think about when you're eating stuffing, you're at Thanksgiving with family. So connection. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That was a. Do you like how I did like that? Like a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the power of connection and listening for healing. Mm. So I have been reading this wonderful book, which I need to give to you, by the way, once yes. I'm done with it, called um, Kitchen Table Wisdom that my mom actually sent me, I don't know, a month or so ago. So I've been just kind of periodically reading it. And it's so good. My gosh. So it's. um. The woman who wrote it, Dr. Rachel Naomi Remen, um, she was a doctor, um, worked uh, with kind of in psychology and then psychology and oncology. Mm. So obviously working with cancer patients in that is is pretty intense. Yes. So it's kind of about her stories of working with people and her evolution of being just very strictly like mainstream medicine to incorporating like the emotional, spiritual side and how mm-hmm. that changed her practice. And then of course changed, you know, the outcomes of her patients. So right. it's really a fantastic book. But there's a chapter called live and help live. And so I'm going to re actually read a little excerpt from it. And we're going to talk about part of this as we go through, um, our show today. So again, kitchen table wisdom is the name of the book. We all can influence the life force. The tools and strategies of healing are so innate, so much a part of a common human birthright that we believers in technology pay very little attention to them, but they have lost none of their power. People have been healing each other since the beginning, long before there were surgeons, psychologists, oncologists, and internists. We were there for each other. The healing of our present woundedness may lie in recognizing and reclaiming the capacity we all have to heal each other, the enormous power in the simplest of human relationships, the strength of touch, the blessing of forgiveness, the grace of someone else taking you just as you are and finding in you an unsuspected goodness. Only other wounded people can understand what is needed, for the healing of suffering is compassion and not expertise. And I would actually kind of say the healing healing is actually compassion plus expertise often. Um, But I loved so much of what was said there because it is about the connection to each other has a very healing component to Mm -hmm. it. Um, and that, that is part of, that's part of the process of healing. You know, when you're going through some kind of crisis, whether it's a physical health crisis, a mental health, emotional, spiritual, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. And when you're going through that, you can't heal on your own. No, you can't heal in isolation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. Just like the body does not heal in isolation um, because everything works together. It's the same thing. We're all connected. Right. And so we actually require and are wired for that connection in order to heal, Mm -hmm. which I think is just a 
phenomenal thing and so simple. Right. You know, we try to make things so complex in the healing of things. And we get very complex cases in our office all the time. Mm -hmm. People have so much going on. Yes. And we know it's all interconnected. And so we're kind of have to be the detectives and the sleuths and kind of figure out how is all of this connected and what's the root of it. And so we kind of have this process that we have to go through. And so often we, we, not not really so f- much for us because we try to we do try to simplify things as much as possible but usually when people look at a case like that it's overwhelming in the complexity of it yes, and yeah. instead of coming back down to the simplification like what's the simplest place we can start right we tend to like overdo it and yes. sometimes the simplest place we can start when people come into our office is us listening to them exactly and they taught us that in school yeah. like we i mean even in school they had a a thing where um, they called it Bob Servation because the guy Bob, he would do his little samurai thing <laughs> too, awesome. you know. Yep. And so, and we we had to listen, and when we listened, we had to do it objectively, not get, feed into their story, but to listen to them objectively. Yeah. So in our brains, and, and this was an exercise that we had to do as the Bob Servation was going. If we got out of our paying attention brain, our observation, our our phenomena brain and we went into story we had to sit on the floor Mm. and then when we could get back and focus on the color of their shirt or something like that's reality and that's you know finite then we can get back up on our chair so we did this for what a, a few years you know of taking this class and it was really interesting because there is such power in listening to someone and most of the time people have gone to a neurologist an oncologist a cardiologist a foot I was going to say Podiatrist. a foot, nose, and throat. I was going to say foot, nose, and throat. That'd be awkward. That would be um, a little strange. <laughs> but you, I mean, they cut your body up into a bunch of pieces, and they literally have like two minutes to actually talk to you. They mm-hmm. look at the they look at the other doctor's opinion and notes, and then they make their own opinion and notes. They really don't hear anything that you have to say. So one of the biggest frustrations people have is they don't feel heard. Yes. And literally, when people come in for the consultations, I know on the pain scale, like or the pain level when they come in and do a consultation with me they leave and they're like oh my back doesn't hurt as bad well yeah because I listen to you exactly so that's a you know it's a free treatment in itself you Mm -hmm. know by just coming and being heard and yeah so there's so much power to that there's There's so so much much, and people don't realize that Mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah and I experienced the same thing just going through the consultation with someone and you know listening to what they're saying and not trying to fix it right but just listening to what they're saying and I watch their body relax Mm -hmm. I mean and they may not even recognize that that's happening Mm -hmm. but I watch their body relax yeah very often it's it's a physical thing you can see just by them telling their story right. and feeling heard. That's the that's the important part. Yeah. It's not then just telling their story. Is that someone is witnessing it, listening to it, and just holding space for it, not trying to do anything with right. it. And so I, I really like that exercise mm-hmm. actually about getting, you know, out, getting out of the observation and getting into the story. Because so when that happens, it's like you're- Getting you st- out of the story. It, into yes, that. Okay. exactly. The so then it's yeah. almost like you, you start getting all this stuff up in your head and you're mm-hmm. rolling through all these things and you're not even listening anymore. Right. It's just, you're, you're, you're rolling. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that's not healing for anybody, mm-mm, mm-mm. you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you're arguing with someone and, and they say something in the beginning of them arguing and you already, you're like, I have a comeback <laughs> and I'm just brewing on that comeback and you don't hear a word that they say yeah. and they probably could have fixed right 
whatever, whatever you're was dealing, said. but yeah. you're festering on the oh I'm gonna say this back. Yes. You're not hearing them. Yes. And that's a dysfunction, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's where we get disconnection from right. people. Um, because we're not actually listening. I think I was having a conversation with someone about this just the other day about actually being face to face with someone and, and having a, and talking and you can see pe- when people you lose people and they're kind of yeah. like looking around and they're not really paying attention mm-hmm. you know they're not listening to you right. anymore and it's we all do this so this yes. is not you know the, every single one of us do this yeah. and, and really almost how challenging it is to cut the distraction and sit and right. look at someone and have a conversation and listen to every word that's coming out of their mouth right it's a practice it is and, and I mean I know for me because it happens sometimes and I know I look at you like I'll be doing all these things and you'll be talking and I'm like hold up I didn't hear a solitary yes. word you said <laughs> please say it again yeah, I'm so I'm sorry like, well, I'm at least I away. acknowledge yes. when I don't you know because yes. I you know I mean of course and we share a space together so of course we're doing things as we're working anyways yeah. but yeah and the thing is to be on the other end to not feel be to not feel heard you're like well I must not be important enough exactly. for them to listen to me yes. or you know I'm not okay maybe they have more important things mm-hmm. to do or people to see or whatever yes. so yeah it is very important to be seen and heard and Absolutely. and to listen to other to people to other give them people. the same gift yeah because we are literally wired for connection yeah. it's part of our wiring it's part of what makes us safe in the world yes is to be connected to other people mm-hmm. I mean you know if you think about it from even just an ancestral perspective being in community and in connection with other people was life mm-hmm. and death right like if you were not part of a community your odds of surviving were way way less yes. and it really truly is the same today it's just not, it's, it's, it's in a different form, obviously, because yeah. you're not going to go out and like be attacked by a tiger, right. you know, but we have the same problem today. If you're not in community, your life expectancy is going down. Well, and, and I will say, cause I, I, I was even going to bring this up and I didn't even tell you. So, you know, going into that conversation, it's, you know, if you think of like families 30, 40 years ago, you know, you would have the uncle living with you, the grandparents living with you, the whole community living with you. And of course it can be a little much at times, you know, so you're like, oh my God. I got to get away from my family. But now if you look at it in this day and age, it's like, well, I'm successful if I own my own home and live by myself and I can do this by myself and I don't need my family. I love my family, but I don't spend as much time with them. And I am woman, hear me roar and let me combat the world. But there's more disease now than there mm-hmm. ever was. And, and that could be an actual like factor of it. Not a, I don't know why I said that. But it, it, it could be a factor in the disease, the dis-ease, because right. you don't have that connection. You don't have that grounding of just knowing that you're supported when you come home from work or when you're doing, you know, whatever it may yeah. be. So, um, you know, just being in isolation yeah. And there's an epidemic the, of loneliness. There is. Yeah. And loneliness literally breaks people's hearts. Yes. Like, yes. Lots of heart conditions. Yeah. Lots of heart conditions. And it's because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's because we are, we are so isolated. I mean, think about it. We have our own homes. We have our own vehicles. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, obviously in some places, I mean, it's, kinda, it's yeah. different, but let's just talk about where we, yeah. you know, where we live, you know, everything is very much isolated. We don't right. depend on each other for things for the most part, mm-hmm. um, at least not right in front of your face right you know we can go to the grocery store and get stuff and yes I know other people are growing the food and delivering it so we depend on people right. but it's not those aren't people are not part of your community right so we're not depending on people in a very close proximity for us to survive mm-hmm. we can do kind of do all that stuff ourselves right yeah and that is part of the breakdown because we're not we're not together anymore right well and it's I don't know why this just came to me and we've never talked about this before but like looking at someone in the eyes like having people to look in the eyes because even on like 
Facebook, you're not looking at the people in the mm-hmm. eyes. And there's something to be said for that. Yes. It, I don't know. There's comfort in eyeball connection, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why no, that just is. came to and me. Because um, like physically seeing people yes. and talking and connecting. Yeah. When you're in proximity with somebody yeah. like that, there's a physiologic response. Yeah. Especially as someone that you enjoy being around. Let's just, <laughs> I mean, it, it <laughs> like makes it more stressful. pleasant. Yeah. That's more, you know, that's a pleasant yeah. situation. There is a physiologic response and it's a healthy, mm-hmm. um, life supporting response. Right. So, you know, chemicals that are being released into the body that are health supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, so by being in someone's presence and being in their energy mm-hmm. and, you know, we're exchanging energy and looking in their eyes as you're talking mm-hmm. to them, which a lot of people can't do. It's very, no, it's it very is. uncomfortable for people to look mm-hmm. like we're looking in each other's eyes having a conversation and it's very uncomfortable for people to just not to not do that it's like immediately looking away yeah I used to have a really hard time with that I I, and and with going into my personality looking away is like me taking a breath so I can't I can't do a good stare down I can if I focus but yeah you know it is kind of a breathing thing but nonetheless I mean people really have a hard time Mm-hmm. looking at people in the eyes yeah. nowadays yeah, yeah. And, we're, and part of it's because we're just not used to being with people all the right. time anymore and it's not that they're, that's all bad I mean you know there's some cert- certainly some good things about being able right. to be a bit more independent um, but at the same time it is hurting our health and right. then you talk about the social media side of it mm-hmm. and that you know it's not that's not real connection no what did you not. call it a, a Faux, faux, faux connection. connection. Yeah. yeah. A faux connection. Because mm-hmm. you're not sitting across from somebody. You're sitting across from a screen. And it's a facade, too. I mean, Facebook, totally nobody's going to post like, well, some people do post their negative. But it, mm-hmm. it's like they're either super positive and super perfect or they had a shit storm of the day and they post that as well. Or, right. you know, and, and you see that, too. Like, you'll see somebody who complains all the time and then you block them because you can't deal with it because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, this person doesn't like, stop it's complaining. Too much. Yeah. And but then the perfection that you see, you know, oh, everybody's life is so perfect yeah. on Facebook. It, it's That's just so not. not true. No, yeah. so not That's true. why it's so much meatier to have it in person mm-hmm. and to have that connection. And, and it is a great tool for like, like with me, I don't have any family here. So I do like using FaceTime to talk to my family and see them, but there is something yeah. more to be said for being in yeah. person exactly. and seeing them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the tools are wonderful. I mean, being able to be in touch with people that you haven't yeah. seen for a long time, there's wonderful things about yeah. it. There's no doubt about that, but it can't take the place of a real in-person conversation. Right. And that a lot of times is what's happening. It's like, it's all texting and it's mm-hmm. all messaging. And it's like, well, instead of actually just, I saw a commercial and I was like, oh, that was actually kind of clever where a guy had texted his, his friend and like, hey, how's how's everything going? And he got in his car and drove to his house and knocked on the door. And the, his friend opens the door. He's like, are you answering? He said something like, are you answering my text in person? He said, yep. And he's like, LOL, come on in. <laughs> I was like, that was a, actually a great, actually kind of a great commercial, right? you know, because Aww. there is something about like wanting to reach out to someone and having a little t- text conversation mm-hmm. is fine, but it's like, try to also find time to get in front of people yeah. and get, and get some of that time because mm-hmm. there it's, it's a very healing thing. And it doesn't even mean that you have to be talking about things that are going right, on. You don't right. have to be talking about your problems. You could just be laughing about something or right. just even just sitting in silence and enjoying the silence of being in the company of another person, right. you know, having a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or whatever it is that you're out doing or going for a walk. Mm-hmm. There's something about being in the presence of other people mm-hmm. that, especially in a healthy situation, we're not talking about toxic situations, but in a healthy situation that is very calming for your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Because when you, 
And especially when you're around someone who has a more calm, regulated nervous system, that helps you. Right. Because we are all connected. So yeah. that actually helps you. And vice versa, if you are in that space for somebody else, it helps them. Right. So, but you have to be in person to do that. Yes. You can't do that via text or a phone call. Mm. You have to be in person in order for that to take place. Right. And I know for me, because I do live alone, um, there's times that I'm like, well, I, I go to the gym just to be around mm-hmm. people, yep. you know, or I'll go to the mall or, you know, go someplace where I know. And and it doesn't mean I have to talk to them. You know, most of the time I probably don't want to talk to them, but just being around people. once again, you yeah. know, just looking people in the eyes and doing the, Hey, how are you? Kind of, you know, random yeah. thing. It's just nice to be around people. Yes, I'm the same way. If I'm, you know, at home by myself for too long, I have to go out and go to a coffee shop mm-hmm. and read a book or work or something right. just so I'm around. And same thing. It's like, I don't, it's not that I need to go and like talk to everybody right. that's there, but I need to be, I have a, and I can feel it yeah. come up. Yeah. I can feel like the physical need come up that I need right. to be around some other people. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it makes a difference. It cal- it just calms my system mm-hmm. down, even if something as simple as going and sitting in a coffee shop and reading a book for an mm-hmm. hour. Well, and I think about that too, in terms of like, you know, people who are not as aware of themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if you're sitting there and you're just like all irritated and antsy and you have no idea why, that could be it. You know, check in with yourself. What is your heart telling you? Do you need to be around people? Do you need to be alone? Maybe like I know like my sister, she's got three boys and a husband and there's moments where she just needs to be alone. Right. Yeah. So it, you don't always have to be in connection, mm-hmm. but it's having it in balance. Yes. You know, yeah. having and a knowing, balance. And I think you just made a really good point of listening to what your body telling yeah. you that you need mm-hmm. so is your body telling you you need connection is it telling you that you need some quiet time right because we talk a lot about stillness and quiet um so but your body's going to tell you and so if you are feeling irritated or anxious or mm-hmm. anything like that and you've been by yourself for maybe a couple days or something mm-hmm. like that it could be that you just need to go be around people right or you need to reach out to somebody mm-hmm. Exactly. your body knows your body tells you just like your body has the wisdom that's why it's not just the compassion or it's not just the knowledge that heals people it's the compassion and right. it's the listening and it's the relationship mm-hmm. those things all have to be taken into consideration for healing they're just all part of it yeah it is yeah wow all right all right <laughs> I love how we always just kind of like come to an end. We're like, yeah, okay, yeah. we said everything we All need right. to say. We yeah. got our, you know, our 10,000 words. I know, right? <laughs> At minimum. I, think my, I know. I'm like, I think I need more than that normally. I think I probably need like 30,000 words I was words really a day. shy as a little girl. And it's like, I barely probably got in 100 words a day. So I'm making up for lost time too, <laughs> you know? And yes, I share an office with her. So... <laughs> Very true. And I share it with her too. She talks quite a bit. Yeah, I do. I talk a lot. I mean, obviously, you know, we can sit here and just talk for, you know, 30, 45 minutes and I can talk to myself (laughs) for 45 minutes. We can talk a lot. Yes. (laughs) So I hope our talking today has helped you, you know, kind of see ways that you can um, improve connection in your life and in your life and listening, whether it's, you know, finding a space where you can be heard or learning how to listen to other people. And so going into this holiday you know this holiday season mm-hmm. where you're going to be around a lot more people practice yeah you know it, it is it might feel really uncomfortable and and two this doesn't mean you need to be like the social butterfly right oh and no be like the extrovert that's not no. what connection mm-hmm. in relationship means that's that's not what it means at that all you does can, not invigorate you can literally me at all. <laughs> like have a relation you know have a relationship with someone where it's just all kind of just like calm comfort comfortable yeah. silence you don't have to be talking all the no. time either right yeah so but practice this month when you're in 
when you're out at parties or when you're with family practice listening yes practice listening first because then you're also going to know what it's you know you're going to know how to find someone who can hold that space for you Mm -hmm. so first practice listening to somebody else right and take ego out of the equation I feel like ego is a big thing yeah don't try to fix anything don't try to solve their problem just literally just listen and hold space that's it yep yeah yeah, I think that's think a good, that's a good exercise. Thing to do. Good. So yeah. that's your exercise for the month. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll have something more for you to do when we come back. So yeah. thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye. Bye.